Welcome to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millard, your host. Thank you very much for joining me this morning on the program. WKTY Outdoors is brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And, whew, it's a bit cool this morning here. Winter is making itself felt. I know it's not officially winter yet, but we're getting in the... Getting in the ballpark here, starting to see a little uh, ice on the uh, on the waters there. Won't be too much longer anyway. Mm. I don't mind. You know, it's not so bad with I, I, the older I get. It's, it's not so. You know, I the cold is is one thing, but man, when that I, for whatever that wind just gets going, it's like that's what I really feel. Then I really feel it. But, yeah, it's uh, definitely uh, making signs that uh, winter is approaching here. Mm, goodness. And uh, certainly can tell by the uh, the water temperatures. They've come down a few degrees since uh, we last met. And uh, taking a look here this morning, uh, Tremblow 37, La Crescent 38, Genoa 39. Warm water in, Gen- or in Lynxville, it's 42, so... But yeah, it's uh, it's come down a few degrees since then. I don't know if it's going to, uh, and, and I'm sure that trend will continue despite the little warming trend we've got going uh, later on next week. But yeah, it's going to be uh, we're we're in that we're in that time of year where <laughs> where it's starting to get cold. Mm. But and the water still hasn't uh, still hasn't come down. It's sitting at uh, about 8.17 this morning here. Flow is still up at around oh, around 70 or so. Uh, let me check here. What is it? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, 67.6, I should say. So, flow is, eh. It's going to uh, top out at around 8.2 and then supposedly slowly start to drop. Man, they've just, that water has just kept up all year long, it seems like. Cannot, uh. Can't catch much of a break here in terms of uh, decent water. I'm going to be curious to see what uh, what it'll be like here this uh, this coming winter. I'm sure it'll drop, but question is going to be when. Usually, it's uh, it's come down quite a bit by now, but I didn't think they've. I don't think they've had that much rain up north, but I could be wrong. So to deal with uh, deal with that as well but you know on the whole um yeah fishing is is all right it's not uh, not too bad um walleye right now uh, they're you know 
they're active. You know, and if if I had to pick a hot spot this morning for a place to go, I think definitely the uh, um, the place to go would be uh, would be the Lock and Dams. You know, whether you know Trempolo or Genoa or Dresback, I think those are going to be the, the places where you're probably going to have the the most luck. And maybe some of those uh, adjacent backwater areas to uh, to the Lock and Dams. Um, I, I think that uh, that you might do all right in some of those uh, places just off the uh, off the main current, off that main channel. There uh, is what uh, kind of what I'm hearing in terms of uh, finding fish, anyway. Um, and you know the walleyes are the bite is okay. Um, I'm not gonna. It, there's really nothing here this morning that I'm gonna. You know, it's like oh yeah, definitely target this. You know, definitely target the the panfish or definitely target crappie or perch or walleye or whatever. No, it's just it's just kind of there. You know, I guess if you wanna you wanna get out there and and get some late season fishing in. You know, it's it, you. You might run into a few challenges, more so than than normal, um, especially dealing with the the water and the weather. So yeah, so ooh, ooh, look at that. It's like sixteen now. That boat ride is going to be a little little cool. Of course, this time of year too. You know, it's uh, um, you're probably all right just to go in the middle part of the day when it you know later in the morning and early afternoon when it's a, a little, uh, maybe a little bit warmer out there. I mean, it's going to come up a, several degrees anyway in terms of temperature, but, you know, it's uh, getting out there right now. Ooh, that's uh, that's a little cool. But, yeah, like I said, I, I think if, if I had to choose something to, to, to target today, walleye would probably uh, would be it. Um you know, just a, a, a simple jig and a minnow combination. Um, you know, fish are, are starting to move. Like I said, they're starting to move up to the like the lock and dam areas uh, in in those areas, and some of the sloughs kind of adjacent to those uh, those particular areas there. Um, so those would be the places I think I would uh, I'd be looking for. You know, and, and talk about sauger fishing um, ports. I'm seeing it's still. Uh, um, they're kind of slow, so walleye bites okay, uh, sauger bite, eh. and everything else that uh, that I'm hearing about anyway is just kind of eh, fair. Um, you know, I think you can still catch a few a few bluegills uh, here and there. Um, I think if I'm if I'm going for panfish, I'm thinking I'm going to make the trek up to uh, up to Trempolo there and and hit that three lakes area or uh maybe down by uh by Brownsville there um back up in there uh Lawrence Lake area uh those places uh, I think we'll probably you know find the find the structure and I, I think you'll find the fish you know it I, I, and you'll be you know I think you know, if you can find them in a positive feeding mode hey that's super but I think you're going to have to uh have to coax them just a little bit there maybe uh Put on a little bigger glob of minnows or something like that to to really in, entice them to uh, to bite. Um, but uh, but yeah, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, let me finish my thought on on walleye here. I'm getting uh, sidetracked here. But 
Uh, but yeah, jigging a, a you know just a nice uh, a nice sized minnow. Um, I think uh, I think will work just fine. Uh, you know, and you might be able to catch a sauger in there as well. But uh, um, I think more than likely you'll you know if you're marking the fish, then uh, probably going to be uh, going after the walleyes. Uh, the perch bite is okay. Um, if you're looking uh, looking for them, um, you're fishing the weeds, uh, edges of weed or weed edges, I should say. Uh, especially if you can find that uh, those areas where, or if you know where those areas are, where there's some uh, uh, deeper water adjacent to that. Um, and again, uh, a minnow is probably going to be your best bet. Um, fish down near the bottom; they'll go down and uh, they'll go down and grab that. Um, the bass bite. Um. Yeah, it's okay. Um, you know, I'd just maybe throw a little smaller, you know, a smaller crankbait or something along those lines. Um, find that structure uh, uh, just off the current, uh, off the main current, uh, or in some of those, like I said, some of those sloughs in there. There'll be some bass, uh, some largemouth hanging out in there. The smallies, uh, I'd be working uh, working the rock areas. Maybe with a uh, a spinner or again a crankbait of some kind or another. Uh, again, you know we're going to have a little sunshine today, so you know, I guess depending on where you're at, some of that water is is a little stained. Some of it's not so bad, um, but you know if you can find find that area where the water, you know, you you've, you've got some rocks and some decent, uh, you know, cover for the fish. Those would be the places I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to try, just because I think the water will be just a little bit, uh, a little bit warmer once that sun gets up high enough and, and starts to warm the uh, warm those rocks up a little bit, and that'll kind of just get things going. Still, yeah, the water's cold, but um, you know, it's uh, it, that'll be the warmest water that you'll you'll probably find in those those rocky areas there, like around bridge pilings and and places along those lines. You know, if there's a tree stump or something in there, that'll kind of, you know, the darker colors and the darker water will uh, tend to warm up a little bit faster. So uh, those will be the places where we'll find the most bait activity, I guess, is probably the easiest way to put it. But, you know, you know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about. Just get all those little critters that the minnows eat and then the big predator fish come in and things like that. Haven't really heard much uh, on uh, on the northern bite this morning here. Um, try and get a hold of the fat cat bait here, uh, folks, uh, a little bit later this morning here. But, uh, um, yeah, I just haven't uh, heard. And I'm guessing, too, that they're they're going to be similar, I think, probably to the, the walleye bite. Um, maybe not. I mean, you know, maybe a few up by the lock and dams. But they're going to be hanging out kind of in those backwater areas uh, again, uh, along those uh, along those weed lines, looking uh, at some deeper areas adjacent to that as well. Um, so you know, if you go perch perch fishing, um, I guess don't be surprised to see a few uh, few northerns cruising around in there as well. Um, and they should be, you know, like I said, fair to midland in terms of uh, activity. You know, you might have to again coax them just a little bit to uh, to bite, but you know that's. Kind of what we're going to have to do this time of year. Um, it's 
and the bite is just going to, you know, we're as the water temperatures drop and uh, conditions get a little more challenging out there, you're going to have to uh, uh, work just a little bit harder to uh, to get those fish. Uh, I'm going to talk, <clears throat> talk a little bit some of the things you can maybe do to get some of those walleyes here in just a, uh, a couple of minutes when the... Uh, after after the break here, but uh, um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll do that. Actually, might as well, let's I guess let's just do it right now. As a matter of fact, let's take a break. Hear from a couple of our sponsors, uh, Tony Ryerson and the good folks over at Fat Cat Bait, and uh, be back in just a couple of moments with more of WKTY Outdoors here on WKTY ninety six seven FM five eighty AM. It's eight twenty one. A little sunshine, sixteen degrees in the cross. As a kid, you loved going to Grandma and Grandpa's house. It meant limitless exploring outside, running through the fields, playing in the barn, or a hike through the woods. They had the land. You roamed free. Get that freedom again. Talk to Tony Ryerson from Coldwell Banker River Valley Realtors. Land for hunting, farming, or timber, whatever you're looking for, Tony can find it. Make the smart investment. Get the plot of land you've always wanted and can finally afford. Your inner kid thanks you. Contact Tony at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. It's that time of year again, and the fish are biting. So, where are you going to go to get your bait and fishing tackle? Well, I'll tell you where. Fat Cat Bait and Fishing Supply in Trempolo. They have everything you need to reel in that lunker, and they carry the local brand lures the big box stores don't. Plus, their live bait is always fresh and healthy. It's a small-town bait shop with big-time selection. So, before you hit the water, check out Fat Cat Bait and Fishing Supply on Main Street in Trempolo. Gear up for fall with help from your neighbors at Blaine's Farm and Fleets. We've got an unbeatable selection of automotive chemicals, chains, wheels, and batteries. Everything you need to keep your equipment running smooth. Right now, take 10% off on all Carlisle specialty tires. Save $3 on commercial batteries from Farm and Fleet, starting at $46.99 after sale and exchange. Stock up on Peak Final Charge 50-50 antifreeze coolant, just $5.99 a gallon after $3 mail-in rebate. All Calterm automotive fuses and accessories are 15% off. Save $50 on an Easy 8 12 volt DC 15 gallons per minute transfer pump with auto nozzle from GPI. It's $299.99. Deco belts and hoses are now 10% off. And get $150 off a Genesis tonneau cover. Priced at $239.99 after sale and a $50 MasterCard by mail. And if you're a loyalty rewards member, you can take an additional $10 off. Blaine's Farm and Fleet, the original, authentic, still family-owned since 1955. Okay, so Sarah, I'm dropping you off at Emily's? Yep. And Josh, you're going to? Soccer, Dad. Soccer practice. Right. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to let you know when I pick you both up, I'll be wearing my short shorts. What? No! Yep, and my dorky dad hat, and I'm going to do my dad dance for all your friends. They'll love it! Seriously? Why? Because I like my short shorts. Of course, I could be talked out of it if you guys would just buckle up your seatbelts without giving me a hard time. It's important to get your kids to buckle up for safety, no matter what it takes. And sometimes, all it takes is your parental powers of persuasion. Okay, okay, we're buckling up. See, all buckled. Good choice. I'll just have to do my dad dance at dinner time. What, what? No! No! 
Do what you have to to make sure your kids are wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information. FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And it's coming up on uh, 825, and before uh, hopping back into chatting about fishing and outdoors activities, uh, just uh, going over the sports calendar for today here, I think originally we said that the UWL game was going to be later this morning. No, it's uh, it's going to be this afternoon uh, here on WKTY, a game from Carson Park up in Eau Claire. And uh, the game will be getting underway um, at around 2.30 this afternoon. So um, it'll be after the uh, after the Badger. They changed the time this week. So just to, to give you a heads up here, they moved it to... Uh, uh, 2.30 this afternoon, so uh, you can, of course, catch the game here uh, on WKTY, again, from uh, from Carson Park up in Eau Claire. And it's going to be a chilly day for the uh, <laughs> for the crew up there. Whew. Goodness. Used to do those broadcasts back in the day on TV, and I don't necessarily miss it. It wouldn't be so bad if they did the game like, you know, September, but invariably it's like the end of November or the last one of the last games and but it's gonna be a good one. It's a great rivalry. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Again, we'll have that action for you uh this afternoon, uh right around two thirty here on WKTY. And then of course uh, we've got Green Bay Packer football for you tomorrow as well, uh here on the station. That'll be getting underway uh with the pregame show at around ten o'clock tomorrow morning. And then uh, kickoff scheduled for uh, around 12 noon. And uh, so you can enjoy that as well. And then for you auto racing fans, we've got NASCAR action starting at 1230 on uh, our sister station, 1410 WIZM. So good stuff. We have a uh, a good weekend here for uh, for sports. So, yeah, it'll be, uh, be a lot of fun. Looking forward to, uh, oops, my apologies here. You know what? I screwed that up. Um, game Bay, uh, they did, you know what? I, and as soon as I said this, the time on that Packer game, I knew I was going to, I knew they, they, they flexed that game. It's going to be the late afternoon game. Uh, they moved it to 425, or I'm sorry, 325. So it'll be a little later in the afternoon. So we'll get the, the pregame show. Let's see, a couple hours, so about uh, a little after one or so is when uh, when things will be getting underway here for the uh, the pregame show for the Green Bay Packers. Let's hope they can put a decent game together here. That would be uh, that would be kind of nice. It's uh, tough being a Packer fan right now. <laughs> it's been a tough season. Goodness. Well, I tell you what. Uh, let's, uh, let's talk about something that might not be quite so tough. 
Um, that that might be a little bit better anyway. And I, I, I think we still, you know, I was saying earlier during the, the hotspot report that, uh, you know, fishing is, is fair right now for, uh, for walleyes here. Um, but, you know, I, I think once things kind of stabilize a little bit here, um, you know, it's going to pick up. And I really do think, and, and everything that I've, I've seen and read is that, um, you know, this really can be one of the better times of the year um, for fishing for walleyes. And, and everything that I've, I've read, you know, more big jumbo-sized walleyes are, are caught in the month of November than, uh, than really a lot of other times of the year, if not the time, you know, any other time of the year. Um, and it, it's not terribly complicated. I mean, it's really not. I mean, you know, seasoned walleye anglers know. I mean, you know, but, but for, the, for those of you who, who maybe haven't done a lot of walleye fishing, it's really not that complicated to catch these uh, to catch these great fish, um, and you know, simply start out with uh, with the location. And I, I talked about it a little while ago. Um, you know, going to be doing a lot of fishing up and around the Lock and Dam areas, and you're going to be starting out by doing some vertical jigging, just a, a simple jig and minnow setup. You know, and that's uh, that's all you need to know. Okay, show's over. We're no, I mean, there's a little more to it than that, of course. Um, you know, and, and I think you know that's going to be the places where many folks are going to be keying in on. You know, but then again, there's going to be a lot of fish that are available to be caught. Um, and actually, um, now that we've kind of shifted days here, if you. you that you know it gets dark early now um uh don't be uh don't be shy about maybe thinking about doing just a little bit of early evening fishing uh as well you know just don't worry about the sunlight and the you know the daylight um but you know i think you can you can maybe do a little uh a little early evening fishing and and still uh still do fairly well um one person I talked to recently said, you know, they they were out on the, uh, or you know, up at one of the lock and dams there, and just fishing off the wall there, and did pretty well in the uh, early evening, you know, um, just because, and, and certainly walleye fishing after dark is not a uh, a big issue, you know, they've got such great vision uh, and night vision. You know, and if the weather, you know, you, you find a spot where maybe the, the wind has calmed down a little bit, uh, it's not uh, not too bad. Um, yeah, I mean, you can you can have some pretty good luck. You know? So, yeah, that's what this person, you know, they had a pretty good trip. Um, I think he said he, what, caught 34 or so in a couple of hours. So, and obviously there was like zero fishing pressure at that time of day. Um, so... You can avoid the crowds as well, you know. And and don't get me wrong. I mean, you certainly can go out in the middle part of the day, uh, and and catch fish, and that's probably going to be the most comfortable for you. Uh, not necessarily going to matter to the fish a great deal, but you know what I mean. It's going to be uh, uh, the most uh, pleasant weather of the day 
Although, I mean, you know, you get outside and, and, you know, even if it, you know, right now it's 16 degrees, if there was no breeze or anything like that, yeah, it's cool, but it's not bad. You know, gets into the mid 20s. That's, you know, that's tolerable. So, yeah, it can be a, a, a good time to head out. You know, I, I talk about this during the, the summertime here, too, you know, about going out and, and night fishing. And certainly a lot of folks take advantage of that. Um, you know, certainly, and guys who like go catfishing and, and things like that. But, um, you know, walleye fishing at, at night is not a, a bad thing in the, you know, you do it in the summertime and certainly uh, uh, as we get into the, the cooler weather as well before, uh, and, and I'm talking here before first ice, certainly you you can do it during ice fishing season as well. But, you know, regardless of, of the time, um, you know, day, night, time of year, what have you. A jig and a minnow is going to be a consistent way to to, to reel in some walleyes when, when you know they're there. You know? uh, and certainly with the water temperatures dropping anyway, the the fish are going to be sluggish, maybe in, in sort of a uh, neutral to negative feeding pattern. Um, you just need to slow down your presentations. And certainly a, a jig and a minnow is a, perfect slow presentation i mean you really don't have to do much with it um in terms of the the jig colors you know blues purples and blacks seem to work pretty well Um, although uh you know some of what i've seen anyway is that you know brighter colors uh, brighter fluorescent colors uh help the lure stand out a little bit in muddy water um and i can see you know using dark painted or glow in the dark jigs at night. Um, but then again, you know, blue, black, and purple aren't necessarily bright colors. So, um, you know, when you stop in to pick your minnows up, ask them what kind of, you know, what colors seem to be working. And, you know, if you need a few, uh, quarter or three, eight ounce jigs, Hey, <laughs> they've got them there at the shop as well. I know the fat cat folks have them and, you know, they've got all that good stuff there and great bait and what have you. So, yeah, check with them. Um, another uh, thing to try is is maybe smaller bait. Um, again, because you know the fish can be kind of sluggish, they might go after you know a smaller fathead or a worm uh, rather than the jumbos. Um, that's another option to uh, to think about as well. Uh, another thing too. Um, to put on what you've got is a stinger hook. Um, you know, you can attach it to the the bend in the jig hook, then attach it to the back end of the minnow or worm. And I mean, cause how many times have you reeled in your minnow only to find that half of it's gone, the back half's gone. And with that, uh, with that stinger hook, you can certainly reduce that problem. You know, it also helps to, uh, have the minnow properly hooked so that the walleyes won't rip it off when, uh, uh, you know, if you don't have any stinger hooks. Um, and, and just to, to tip the jig, run the, the hook through the mouth and out the top of the uh, minnow, far behind the head as you can. Um, it'll help hold the minnow in place, especially when uh, it is uh, exposed to the rigors of vertical jigging. Yeah. And it'll still 
kick around for a while as well. Another variation is uh, on the uh, that you might want to try this uh, this weekend or in the coming weeks and days uh, is uh, use a jig head with uh, with rattles attached, you know, a little noise making. Uh, Northland makes a product that it's got rattles built in right below the hook, um, and to properly use this, you just need to snap the lure up hard in order to get the uh, the rattles making noise rather than uh, just that that sort of steady lift and drop that uh, uh, you'd use with a, a plain old jig head. And lastly, a method that I found that, and I haven't really tried yet, um, is just the uh, the dead stick method. All it is is just, uh, and, and yeah, kind of as the name implies, uh, all it is is just a, a rod with a jig and a minnow or other bait that's, and, and you just put it in the rod holder on the boat or, Set it down if you're on land, and uh, yeah, it just sits there uh, waiting for the fish. Um, now, from what uh, you know, I've read on this. Once, uh, of course, you you see that rod bending or the line starts moving, um, you know you've got something on the line there anyway that's uh, taking a crack at it there. So better to to uh, to set the hook qu- hook quickly so that the uh, the walleye doesn't have a chance to. Uh, to spit that hook out, um, and, and certainly a longer rod will improve the length of time the fish can inhale the bait before it feels, you know, some kind of resistance from the line and spits it out. Um, so there's uh, there's that as well. So thought I would just uh, offer those up as a, a few little uh, bits and pieces to uh, anyone interested in doing a little walleye fishing this uh, this coming weekend. Because, yeah, it's, uh, it's a good, you know, if you, like I said, if you can find those places where maybe a little out of the wind, I don't know how much chop there's going to be on the water with the uh, the breeze here today, but let's uh, let's see here. I'll double-check the wind. Around six miles an hour, so not too bad. Um, might be a little a little choppier tomorrow if you're, uh, you're heading out, but yeah, there'll be decent breezes, though, most of the week. But, you know, if you can find some places where, it's not so uh, not so bad. Yeah, I think uh, get on out there and give that a try as well. So. It is uh, coming up on eight thirty nine. Going to take a uh, break and uh, be back in just a couple of moments with more of WKTY Outdoors here on WKTY ninety six seven FM five eighty AM. When you see a house in your neighborhood with a for sale sign in the yard, out of curiosity, you look it up. You want to see what they're asking, what they're going for. Your neighbor's house could be one price, the house a few streets down another. So where does your house fall in line? Let Tony Ryerson of Coldwell Banker River Valley show you with a compared market analysis. It's a snapshot of homes in your neighborhood and those similar to what you have. Find out now if it's the right time to sell. Make the smart investment. Contact Tony at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. 
Make your picks with the WKTY Pigskin Picks Border Battle. Just jump on the WKTY website at WKTYsports.com. Click on Win Stuff and get signed up. Then each week, pick who you think will win each of that week's NFL matchups. The person with the top score each week wins a $25 gift certificate to Flipside Pub and Grill. Have the top score at the end of the season and you'll win a 55-inch television. Brought to you by Flipside Pub and Grill and WKTY. Well, I finally did it. My student loan is totally paid off. What? What about our plan to win the lottery and start living? You know, travel the world on matching yachts, wear enough jewelry to require a bodyguard, vacation on the French Riviera, and then buy it. You know we're never going to win the lottery, right? When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. This is you over 30 years ago. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And this is your mom when you drive her back from therapy. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Roles change without us noticing. And in your new role, we help you help. AARP gives you the information to help care for your mom so that you can have patience with her, just like she did with you. Visit aarp.org caregiving or call 1-877-333-5885 to get practical health and wellness tips to provide even better care for your loved one. Are we there yet? Remember, visit aarp.org caregiving. AARP, we help you help. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. WKTY 96.7 FM 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. It is 842, uh, partly sunny skies, 16 degrees in La Crosse, headed for a high up around 28 later on today uh, as well. So it'll uh, be a little cool out there today. Hey, I just want to let you know, too, that WKTY Outdoors is brought to you by uh, Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And let's uh, shift gears and talk a little uh, outdoors news here from the uh, the past week. Uh, roundup of things that uh, uh, information and things like that that have come out. Uh, this is from the Wisconsin DNR uh, that uh, before taking part in upcoming hunting seasons or uh, placing feed for wildlife. Uh, hunters and wildlife enthusiasts should be sure to check the Wisconsin DNR website to uh, verify which counties currently prohibit wildlife baiting and feeding activities. And uh, all you need to do is go to the DNR website and uh, search for baiting and feeding. And uh, for those of you that don't know that since it's the end of the 2017 deer season, uh, a, a number of counties, including uh, ones in our area, uh, Pepin, Buffalo, excuse me, Pepin, Buffalo, Trempolo uh, counties have been added to the uh, the ban. Um, there are uh, 
baiting and feeding restrictions in place for 43 of the state's uh, 55 chronic wasting disease-affected counties. And uh, the baiting and feeding bans are enacted for a period of three years in the county of detection when uh, they find CWD and wild or captive deer and for two years in counties adjacent to those counties with CWD detection. Uh, baiting and feeding bans may also, or may be currently, or may be lifted if no new uh, CWD uh, detections are found uh, in the counties. Uh, all current baiting and feeding bans will remain in effect throughout the 2018 deer season, with the exception of Marquette County, which will be lifted in uh, December if uh, nothing new is found. Um, People can still, you can still, you know, feed birds and small mammals and uh, provided feeding devices are within 50 yards of a human dwelling and of sufficient height to prevent uh, access by deer. And so you can still have, uh, still have bird seed in the backyard there and feed the birds or if you got an outdoor place where you like to feed the birds, that that's, that's all right as well as long as it's not... Uh, in available to the deer, as a matter of fact. And uh, also, too, just to uh, um, kind of go along with that, since obviously the uh, the deer hunting season is going to be getting underway here in Wisconsin, uh, you know, each year, and I'd uh, like to make mention of this, is uh, talk about this, uh, each year hunters and meat processors and food pantries help families in need by uh, working closely with the, uh, the DNR and its partners to donate uh, venison to food pantries. Um, the, uh, the deer donation program was established in 2000, and since then, um, more than 91,000 deer have been donated, which uh, equates to about uh, 3.6 million pounds of venison uh, that's been processed and distributed to food pantries uh, around the state. And uh, there are some ways that uh, hunters can help. They can donate a deer at one of the participating meat processors, uh, and or, or when they purchase a hunting license, they can make a monetary donation to help cover venison processing costs as well. Um, and uh, if you're thinking about doing that, and it's a very good thing that you'd be doing, uh, hunters are advised to plan ahead by knowing where participating processors are located and uh, whether the deer needs to be tested for CWD. Uh, hunters should also call the processor before dropping off a deer to make sure the uh, processor, of course, is prepared to accept the deer so and if you want more information you can just uh, go to the wisconsin dnr website and uh, search under deer donation and it'll uh, come up with a list of places that uh, will uh, will accept the deer and will uh, be able to to help you out with that and uh, i was talking last week too about uh, wisconsin uh, their new uh, app that you can download for your phone. Uh, and I forgot to mention uh, Minnesota's as well. And you can get uh, uh, an app that has got some great maps on it that uh, I, I think will be very, very helpful. Um, it's uh, the Minnesota DNR uh, GeoPDF maps. And you can uh, download them um, on your mobile device and then Display your current location like Google Maps, but you don't have to uh, uh, be connected to the internet, internet or have cell service uh, while using the maps. Uh, but you do, of course, need mobile service or internet uh, for the initial download. And uh, you just uh, 
go to the Google or Apple Store and find the uh, free Avenza Maps app. That's A-V-E-N-Z-A uh, Maps app. And then uh, that's uh, the app is what is used to, to read the GeoPDF and, uh, and display your location. But uh, they have a number of, of maps available here um, that can be helpful. Uh, they've got uh, the DNR Recreation Base Map, state parks, uh, trails, uh, some state forests, uh, and certainly one that I'd be interested in would be the trout stream angling, uh, water access, state trails, uh, snowmobile trails, which uh, will probably be coming in handy soon. Um, so they've got a number of different uh, number of different things that uh, uh, you can take a look at and just have saved on your phone, and when you need them, just uh, pop them open, and away you go. Very cool. So, good stuff. So, download that if you uh, you need to. And then, uh, last little uh, bit of news here to uh, share this morning as well. Uh, one of Lacrosse's most trafficked boat landings is uh, closing for the winter. Closed yesterday. Uh, the boat landing at Veterans Freedom Park. Um, having its wooden pier system swapped out for a new floating one. And it's part of, uh, part of an upgrade that the city is, is doing to improve, uh, landings, uh, around the lacrosse area and consultant hired by the city to inspect all landings, uh, said the upgrades will make maintenance quicker and easier in addition to making the landing safer for those who use it. And it's going to cost about $24,000 to do, and uh, with the funds coming from uh, mandated launch fees. So the money that you pay when you launch, uh, that's where that, uh, that's how that money is being used. So, And uh, right now, anyway, the city is saying that the landing will be closed until the spring of 2019. Um, but you know, if you're still looking to launch, there's uh, the other landings remain operational at this point. So, um, Although I would suspect they'll it's not gonna be too much longer before we see a little ice around there, but uh, but yeah, the landings are still uh, you know Seventh Street and and wherever the other ones are, those will uh, those are remaining open. So um, you just have to use those. So keep that in mind as well. Okay, I got to take a break and come back in just a couple of moments with more of WKTY Outdoors here on WKTY ninety six seven FM five eighty AM. Don't believe it. My savings are gone. They're gone. You're kidding. Nope, they're gone. They're gone, gone. Okay, all right. Think about it. Where did you have them last? I remember I was home, then I took them, and then I spent them on that vacation to Aruba. Then I bought this miniature suit of armor I saw in the in-flight magazine. And that's the last you saw of your savings? Yes. This is so weird. I know, right? Weird? Uh, not really. Not saving now means no money later. You'd be surprised how quickly a little money from every paycheck can really add up. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. For free ideas and easy ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. The armor is cool, though. Oops. 
I think I broke its gauntlet. You broke my favorite part. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. It's back, the Lacrosse Symphony Orchestra's coupon book, where you'll find two-for-one deals at your favorite places. Outback Steakhouse, Pettibone Boat Club, Piggy's Restaurant, Pogreba Restaurant, Charmont Hotel, The Crow, Pump House Regional Arts Center, Waterfront Restaurant and Tavern, Three Rivers Radisson Lodge, Tom Sawyer's Bar and Grill, Valley High Golf Club, the Turbo's Bright Star Season. Buy yours today at 783-2121. Technology is your middle name. You crush it when explaining digital advertising in terms everyone can understand. Midwest Digital Marketing, a full-service certified Google partner agency, is adding to our full-time sales staff in lacrosse. We need you to have fun helping people with digital challenges so they can increase their bottom line. In turn, you make a respectable living with secure benefits. Learn about our witty group at MidwestFamilyMarketing.com, an equal opportunity employer. Hey, what's up? Thinking about you. XOXOXO. Want to snuggle? Dot, dot, dot. JK, hit me back. You getting these texts? Question mark. We should hang later. I miss you. Holla at ya, boy. Holla back. Holla back. Holla back. Are you at home? Where are you? What are you doing? OMG. You are making me mad. Are you with your ex? You better text me back. I'm waiting outside your house. Relentless, aggressive texting is like sending an angry robot to deliver your message. When does the robot become dangerous? Let us know at that's not cool.com. That's not cool.com. Brought to you by the Ad Council. WKTY weather for western Wisconsin and southeastern Minnesota. Well, let's get back to the weather here. Take a look at that real quick here before we uh, hop back into the show here. Yeah, uh, a 20% chance of snow after 4 o'clock this afternoon. Increasing clouds today with a high near 28. A west wind around 6 miles an hour, becoming southerly in the afternoon. Uh, A 30% chance of snow tonight, mainly before 10 o'clock. Mostly cloudy sky with a low near 23. South wind at around 7 miles an hour. Partly sunny on Sunday, Veterans Day, a high near 34. South wind at 11, 7 to 11 miles an hour, becoming westerly in the afternoon. Sunday night, mostly cloudy skies with a low near 21. Northwest wind around 9 miles an hour. On Monday, partly sunny skies and a high of 27. Tuesday, mostly sunny skies, 23 for the expected high. Warming up a little bit on Wednesday, 35 the expected high with the mostly sunny skies. For Thursday, partly sunny skies, warmer still, a high of around 45. And then for Friday, partly sunny skies, a high near 40. In Lacrosse, we've got some a little bit of sunshine, some clouds, 16 degrees at WKTY. It is 8.55, and we've got uh, a few minutes left to go on WKTY Outdoors, which is brought to you every week by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And a few minutes, you know, and again, if you're looking for uh, for something to uh, to check out, um, certainly um, Iowa is a, another place to uh, to check out as well. Trout fishing is uh, uh, open year round down there. Um, 
So, you know, if you're uh, of a mind to uh, get out and cast a fly or two, nothing wrong with that. Um, might even not be might, might not be bad down there. I, and uh, water has. Uh, I'm looking at the uh, fishing report from the Driftless Angler, and you know, it's uh, water is a little stained, but uh, that'll eventually clear up, and it might even be a little clearer by now. As a matter of fact, um, but uh, but they're saying a, a leech pattern has been uh, has been pretty good, which you know makes sense. Um, nice, uh, a nice leech, a little larger one. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, on the clearer water, uh, some tiny bead heads and scuds drifted deep have been, uh, the ticket to catching fish. So yeah, you're fishing a, a little bit deeper, kind of like everything else, you know, you're, you're going down a little bit, uh, a little bit deeper. And of course the, the nice thing about, uh, uh, well, Fishing now, anyway, and, and fishing uh, and trout fishing even um, is that uh, you know the more sunshine, the, the higher that sunshine gets, the warmer the water is going to be, and the fish will be more active. So you don't, you know, as opposed to summertime trout fishing, uh, you don't have to be up at the crack of dawn to uh, to get out there. You could you could still be right now, as a matter of fact, enjoying a cup of coffee and listening to the radio, and and then. Uh, Take a nice leisurely drive down to Iowa as uh, things warm up a little bit. So you don't have to, uh, like I said, you know, and fish in the middle part of the afternoon. That's uh, that's a good time. Be back, try to be back before dark so you don't have to dodge deer or anything. And certainly there have been, <laughs> I had to do a few of those this, uh, this past week. Goodness gracious. Uh, it was a really, I mean, really nice, some really nice deer up by the TV station. They're still nice because uh, <clears throat> they were nice enough not to uh, run in front of my car. It's like, stand there and look. I, I don't know if they're, they, they must be better trained than some of the other. I had to drive over to Lanesboro yesterday and saw the deer in plenty of time, of course. But And then it's like, took about two steps to, to go you know, further off the road, uh, off the edge of the road there, and then it's like, no, I'm going to run, and I'm going to run right in front of the car. Fortunately, like I said, I had plenty of time. But <sighs> Some days the, the deer are not the most intelligent creatures in the world. Certainly want to wish the uh, all the hunters anyway. I saw a few on the, the drive over there um, that were out, but uh, certainly best of luck to uh, uh, all the hunters that... Uh, are headed out uh, this weekend and try to stay warm. <laughs> that's, that's for sure. Gonna uh, gonna need that. Goodness. Anyhow, it is uh, time to wrap things up for this Saturday. Certainly want to thank you very much for listening to the program today. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you get a chance to get out and do a little walleye fishing maybe this weekend and have some success. Certainly want to thank the sponsors of the program: Fat Cat Bait, Tony Ryerson. Appreciate it. We'll do it again next Saturday with another edition of WKTY Outdoors. So until then, and uh, if you're headed out, be safe, be smart. And if you do get the opportunity, take the kids with you as well and teach them the joys of the outdoors. We'll see you next Saturday 
on WKTY Outdoors. Western Wisconsin Sports Leader. WKTY Lacrosse, 96.7 FM, 580 AM.